This Daytona 500 edition of the Sports Gambling Podcast is presented by WinBet. WinBet is now live in Arizona, Colorado, Indiana, Louisiana, Michigan, New Jersey, New York, Tennessee, and Virginia. From boosted same game parlays to live in game odds, WinBet has what you need to win. Sign up today, bet 100, get 100 at sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash WinBet. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash WYNNBET. State restrictions apply. We're also brought to you by the NASCAR Gambling Podcast. Start your engines with Rod and and Cody and get ready to gamble on the Daytona 500 this Sunday. Hey, this is Larry the Cable Guy and you're listening to SGPN. Let her run and get her done. Everyone to the sports gambling podcast. I'm Sean, stacking the money green with my partner in picks, Ryan. Real money, Kramer. What's happening, Kramer? Dog. Just the the level of effort that we're putting in right now. I I don't I I'm not one to to pat myself on the back, Sean. As you know, I like to sit back in the shadows and be quiet. But the amount of people I see taking hiatuses now that football's over. No, well, Just, right, there's, oh. there's no off season when Hashtag it. Only. Sorry, I didn't. I don't think uh, we've gotten to the point where we're giving ourselves four weeks vacation <laughs> and two weeks sick time. No, no, we don't. We don't By have any way, paid right? vacations. We are here grinding it out, and uh, you know, off season NFL off season perfect time to showcase all the other awesome shows we have on the sports gambling podcast network, including the uh, NASCAR gambling podcast. We're going to bring on uh, the guys here in just a second. But of course I had to get some, uh, I had to get some NASCAR related music, some racing music If you're not rubbing. You're not racing. Pretty sure that's NASCAR <laughs> and Hey, win bet. That's right. You can get down on the Daytona 500. Sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash win bet. Bet big, win bigger. Get that uh, $300 bet. I mean, imagine. Imagine having that $100 free bet. Sprinkle it on uh, Michael McDowell at 35 to 1. Austin Hill, 70 to 1. So many ways to win. And we're going to get into it at all. Uh, in, into it all here. NASCAR Cup Series odds up as well. Sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash win bets. Offer subject to change terms and conditions at winbet.com. Must be 21 or older and present in the state where a play through is available. If you or somebody who knows a gambling problem, call 1 800 522 4700. Sean. Before we bring our fine guests on, can I can I tell you where my I, you know bring them on? We'll talk about yeah. it with them here. Joining us, the co-host from the NASCAR Gambling Podcast, Rod Villa Gomez and Cody Zeeb. Rod, the thank you guys, of course, for coming in, uh, calling into the show. What's what's one big thing people have to know about uh, gambling on NASCAR in general for NASCAR newbies? I, I feel like Ryan's probably a NASCAR newbie. Well, one one big thing you got to know going into betting on maybe this is your first NASCAR race you're getting down on. 
that you will love the odds that you see. A lot of times the winners of these races are at plus money and that you don't see that very often, especially in football or in baseball or in hockey. And so you get a chance to bet on uh, what? 20 to ones, 200 to ones. You get to mm. bet on all kinds of crazy stuff. And unlike football, unlike all these other sports, all 36 drivers on that track have a shot to win every single week. So you're not necessarily wasting your money if you're betting on a Corey LaJoy and Cody, we'll get to that in a second to win <laughs> at 150 to one when he's got three laps to go, he's in fifth place and it looks like he's going to win. And then he doesn't, but still the chance is there and you're sweating it all uh, the way out to the end. See, this is what I like about NASCAR gambling. Uh, Maybe you don't hit all these long shot winners, but at least you have a great sweat. Nothing like coming the sweat. Down. Sean, it's golf meets boxing, mm -hmm. boxing or MMA, right? You got the big field and you got an, anyone can do it kind of mentality. Cause guess what? Golfers, their equipment doesn't just break and cause them to have to leave the, leave the <laughs> tournament too often. So I like the variance. Yeah, every time I go golfing, my equipment breaks. But maybe that's a new problem. <laughs> Cody's Cody's nine irons uh, snapped in half. He's got a pit crew out there. <laughs> that's actually a funny visual. Yeah, very uh, great visual. Cody, Cody, what makes the Daytona 500 so special as a race in NASCAR? No, yeah, the Daytona 500 is great. So it, it's a different style of racing than we see week to week. When when you get into the week to week part of it after Daytona. There's a lot of predictability at certain tracks, and that's where we can really get into, you know, break, you know, getting exact bets and knowing who's going to be good and who has advantages. At Daytona, it's super speedway style of racing, and these cars basically have restrictor plates on them, like your local go kart track. So they can only. So go. it is like golf. They they it, it they is, put the restrictor right. yeah, plate exactly. on the golf cart, so you and your buddies so. can't do donuts and accidentally <laughs> flip the cart. Exactly. <laughs> And so, no, it keeps the field very bunched up and it gives literally Rod said on a week to week basis, all 36 drivers have a chance to win. And yes, they do, but not necessarily every week, but at Daytona, they literally do. And we've seen the last two Daytona 500s have been super long shots to win. I think Michael McDowell two years ago was like a hundred to one. Woo. Austin Sindrick last year was like 75 to one. Um, and then like Rod mentioned, I had Corey LaJoy last year at a similar track. It wasn't Daytona, but we had him 151. He was leading with two laps to go. Oh. Man, that was the sweat and heartbreak of all time. It was so close. Um, but yeah, and no, it's like, it's great. And when we get into like talking about winners, the way that I do winners on super speedways is almost like a first touchdown bet, right? Anybody yeah. can get in and score that first touchdown. So you kind of take your unit, break it up into four, six parts or whatever, and uh, spread it out. And yeah, it, it gives you everybody oh. a chance to, to win. I love it. We're talking about units. We're First talking touchdowns. about hundred to one long shots. Rod, Rod, explain people because I've 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 gone to a couple NASCAR events. Um, they're they're a ton of fun to watch live. BYOB, which I don't know if they still do this, but I shout out to the Pocono racetrack, Sean. Which oh, I'm yeah. sure you've been to as well. I stole a chromie off of Rusty Wallace's tire because I was walking around. I saw a Rusty Wallace tire, and I got a chromie for my bike. As I look back on my <laughs> my experience there, and now kind of overlaying it with my youth sports career, the wagon game is equal. Mm. And instead of putting soccer <laughs> balls and, and, and pennies and stuff like that in there, it's just beer. And I'll never forget going to the Poconos. And when we realized it was bring your own beer, we're like, Oh yeah, fuck yeah. We're going to bring a couple 30 packs. And we thought we were cool as shit. And we get there and you see some dudes with off-road tires on wagons 
carrying oh, like man. four <laughs> kegs into this thing. I can only imagine what they goes, let you bring kegs into the stands. Well, back and, then. and like, correct me if I'm wrong, Rod, but like Daytona 500, can't they park their RVs in the middle or what's the, what's oh, the rules on that? Yes. Yeah. So there's an infield and, and with most tracks, there's an infield. And in fact, to be honest with you, there's an infield culture, a lot like Woodstock where you just, <laughs> I mean, it really is a Woodstock mentality where if there was a Hashtag rain and mud, only. <laughs> yeah, do you believe it? Debauchery, all that stuff. Anyways, no, I'm sure it's cleaned up. I'm, I'm sure it's kid no. Don't worry about it. Guys. It's okay. I, uh, I would yeah, say this. Maybe inside. don't. Yeah. Maybe don't bring your kids to the infield. It's, it's the same <laughs> rules that apply to a concert, right? Yeah, I'll take, take the kids up in the yeah. stands and probably a better view for them. But if you're a DJ and maybe be infield is where you find yeah, the action. Take, take them to the seats. Don't don't go to the don't go to the floor of a concert with your kid. No, you're not taking not, them. In, don't <laughs> take them into the mosh pit. It's uh, it's yeah. unsafe. That's that's not great parenting. And who knows what kind of body parts are coming out? We saw the waste <laughs> management. I mean, that was a golf event. Yeah. Imagine what's going on in NASCAR. Now now, Rod, explain to people again, maybe new to NASCAR, just getting into you know this might be the first uh, race they're gambling on. Explain why the restarts are so fun as a gambler and kind of the I guess the strategy and and when they decide to restart because I always found that watching them live as as the most exciting part. Well, they're not fun as a gambler. I'm going to tell you that <laughs> uh, right right off the bat. It's just when the field gets punched back up, anything can and will happen, especially on Daytona where restarts are insane anyways because everybody starts to to gain speed and now you're jockeying for position again. When cars get strung out, I mean it, it's it's a little easier to stomach things, uh but when they get bunched back up again, especially on short tracks or on tracks where, you know, things just explode into into chaos almost immediately. Uh, it, it's, it's always not fun for a gambler because especially if your guy has been leading for the last 400 laps and then all of a sudden a caution comes out and he literally has to fight off five or six people off the restart to try to get that lead uh, back again. That's not fun. No, no. It so sounds like we could have some serious. I guess fun I didn't have enough betting. money on it last time. Cause well. I was like, Oh, this is, <laughs> this is exciting. Everyone has a chance now, and but I, I can see how, if you I, had the leader, that would be really annoying. Well, I can tell you as, as not a noob to NASCAR gambling, Sean, obviously, you know, this probably more than a decade ago, uh, shout out to Bubba, the love sponge and, uh, and Howard Stern over <laughs> on Sirius, but got me into Tony Stewart. And so I was, we were out in Vegas for week one. And so I bet smoke. I think it was like 12 or 15 to one to win the race. Didn't watch a second of it, <laughs> but cash that motherfucker for like $1,500. So not uh, a noob, Sean. I, I heard the shot earlier. Don't think I don't listen. <laughs> now, Cody, what a, obviously Daytona 500 who, what type of uh, cars are racing trucks? Like what walk us through the whole event and what kind of races besides the main one are going to be happening this Sunday. So yeah, Daytona is unique because we get almost a full week of on-track action. It's going to start on Wednesday. Um, the, the cup cars, the the main NASCAR guys will have their qualifying round. And so real quick, to, so when you say cup yep. cars, you're talking top level guys. Yep. That's the top guys. Okay. That's where, yeah. Like the Tony Stewart's nowadays it's, it's the chase Elliott's the Kyle Larson's these guys up there uh, in, in the top level of NASCAR, the major league baseball, if you would say, so NASCAR kind of breaks out a lot. Yeah. And it would actually be good. Cause Sean, Sean and I are old guys, but uh, chase Elliott is the child of 
uh, Bill Elliott, former mm-hmm. NASCAR racer from when, yes. when, you know, when our uh, glory days of going to the Pocono race. Track. Well, yeah. And Cody, who is the guy <laughs> that I, that we, that I should default to make fun of? Like if I'm talking to NASCAR <laughs> yeah, Jeff fans, Gordon's gone I, I thought it was always Jeff Gordon was like, uh, you're probably a Jeff Gordon <laughs> fan. Like, is there a, is there a go-to guy? Everyone clowns on, you know, like the I mean, Dallas- it'd probably be Denny, Denny Hamlin or Kyle okay. Busch. Uh, okay. Those, those, those are the kind of the, the guys that yeah, you can you can make fun of people for them. <laughs> All right, Denny Ham. I think Denny Ham. I like Denny Ham. That's a good that's a good soft name too. Like, what are you a, a Denny Hamlin fan? <laughs> it comes. It rolls off the tongue nicely. Our, uh, Rod on the on the podcast. Obviously, you guys are covering. The- Wait, hold on. I want. Well, sorry, sure. I interrupted him. Cup cars first. Oh yeah. So, so yeah. So basically, yeah. it's it breaks down like like uh, Major League Baseball. So Cup cars are the top level. That's Major League Baseball. Then you have the Xfinity series, which is a step under. It's like AAA baseball. And then the truck series where they actually race trucks. Like they look like pickup trucks, sort of um, that, that would be like double a baseball. And so those are kind of the three tiers of NASCAR. We cover all three on the show. Hell yeah. There's lines for all three of them. And, and something I wanted to mention too. A lot of people think NASCAR betting, like you just bet on the winner. What if you don't pick the guy that wins like that is not the case. There are, I was just looking before we got on the show. There's like, 50 different categories to bet on. It's almost as good as the Super Bowl is, but you can bet on there's times in the race where I'm more worried about the battle for 19th to 20th based on <laughs> how I'm going to get paid than I care about who's winning the race because I have those two guys in a head to head or there's top tens, there's top threes, top fives, top manufacturers. So there's three different manufacturers in NASCAR, Ford, Chevy, Toyota. You can pick the driver. Who's the, the best finisher of yeah. their respective uh, manufacturer. There are so many different ways we get into all those on the show. So definitely check it out. So my, my, yeah, my, my, as someone who got into uh you know, slightly more than casual F one fan status, I did find fun betting the number of cars that are going to finish the race. I assume we can do that with NASCAR as well. That's not one I've seen, oh. which is unfortunate, especially Qualified at Daytona. Finishes. So yeah. it's a 40, 40 car field for the cup series. Last year, 27 cars were involved in a wreck or in wrecks. <laughs> oh man. And so that's another part that makes it like, that's kind of the Daytona betting strategy is like, just hope and pray <laughs> your guys make it through the chaos because if they do, that's what gives anybody a chance, yeah. but that would be a great bet. They need to. So then to yeah, real, real quick on the multiple levels, then is it, is this one of those things that if you know what, if you know shit, you can really clean up in the lower level races. Yes. We have a huge advantage in the truck and Xfinity oh. series because we pay attention so much to them. I mean, I follow them just like I follow the top level of NASCAR and we win just as much, if not more on those series, because there is a, what's been fun too, is that those lower series wins. I mean, those are a little longer odds too, than some of the the cup wins. So we've, we've hit some pretty good, you know, winners in that lower series at some pretty good odds because we've been paying attention and that's, that's I, where the edge that we have over the rest of the shows. Cause we follow the other two series as well. I personally and remember having more fun at the truck race. I, I don't know if it's like a, no, it's, truck it's a Friday, racing is the best because racing it's Friday it's, night. It's or, Friday or, night. Right. right exactly. Yeah. It's a, yeah. Yep. The, the trucks almost loose. always have the best, like actual, just watching them beat and bang racing. And then those guys, as you're watching them in those series, they're going to, a lot of them are going to make it to the cup series eventually. So you have an advantage there. And then, Cup series guys are actually allowed to come race five races per season in each of the other series. If mm. they want to, not all of them do, but so you get the cross over there where they're coming down mm. and then you can bet with them in the race as well. And whatnot. 
Now, now, Rod, what are what are some like basic principles of NASCAR handicapping? You know, obviously, you're looking at the type of vehicle, the type of driver, uh, you know, their qualifying times. Like, walk us through. You know, you're looking at the NASCAR slate for Daytona. What do you what like metrics are you looking at? What stats? What do you got? What do you use to start handicapping? Well, for Daytona, there's a giant dartboard on the other side of my room <laughs> and I throw, no, honestly, if you're, especially you're handicapping on a week to week basis, it's all about track performance and track history. A lot of these guys drive very well on one type of track and, and they've dominated. Um, a lot of it is just their finishing history. A guy like Kevin Harvick, we can pretty much bet a top 10 finish almost every single week, barring any sort of craziness. Cause the dude just strings top 10 finishes left and right. So it really is about how long these guys have been driving on the specific track that we're at a short track, uh, a super speedway, uh, a mile and a half track, a dirt track. Now, uh, uh, road courses like, you know, chase Elliott has always been the default go-to for a, a, a bet on a, a road course, but now there's other drivers that are starting to catch up on him. So again, a lot of that handicapping comes down to do with what they've done on the track before. And that's kind of what we look at. Like the last five or six races on this track, which manufacturers dominated, which drivers dominated and, and, and just a lot of that type of stuff. And, and then of course, recent history too, because you can't always go back in the past. Like has that driver done well, like Kyle Larson last season was the favorite to win just about every single race and he barely won any, right? So everybody was going in thinking he was going to win and track performance says something, but he hadn't won in, in a month. So am I really that heavy on what he did in the past versus what he did now? It is wild how much a team and a driver can have an advantage at a track. Uh, j again, just from the Formula One angle, but it is it is wild to like a guy driving a shitty car can be good in a spot just because he grew up there. I mean, again, it's uh, there's the golf comparison for me, right? Yeah, like no, the local knowledge like, kind of stuff. Yeah, like certain how to, guys play certain how to set the car up correctly, play well in certain courses, and you know, I guess your pit crew is kind of akin to your caddy in this situation. Um, Cody, it, I, I, you know, one of the nuggets we were talking about before the show started was that the Ford uh, cars maybe have an aerodynamic <laughs> edge. I was doing a little bit of research, but <laughs> any, uh, any, any car or, or manufacturer takeaways you're looking at uh, here for Daytona. Yeah. So that's kind of been the rumor. So, so NASCAR went to a completely new car last year, uh, just completely revamped the car they had before. There was some concussion issues in the season with, uh, with the way the bodies weren't absorbing as much of the impact. It was transferred into the driver. So they redid all the front end and rear ends of the cars this off season. So Ford, Chevy, Toyota, they all got to bring new ones and they're, they try to shape them. The Ford is, you know, they try to make it look like a Mustang, the Toyota, they try to make it look like a Camry Chevy. They try to make it look like a, a Camaro while keeping them within, you know, range of each other. And so there is always going to be some advantage somewhere. And it seems like on the big fast tracks like Daytona Ford has been rumored, at least in the testing and stuff to have probably an advantage there. So the, probably the best place you're going to be able to use that is in qualifying odds, which I don't know. We talked about this yesterday on the NASCAR gambling podcast, but Chevy's won <laughs> the qualifying in, in Daytona every year except or what is it, every year since 2013 rod 2015 2015 yeah so i that could be the one place you maybe use it and we tossed out a couple of guys like 30 to 1 50 to 1 that that maybe that'll give them the advantage but overall as far as the race goes i don't think that there's going to be a huge advantage just because it's going to be avoid the chaos 
be there at the end. That's that's the biggest part. And, and now, then, you know, it, who what friends you have around you that are going to help you get there. It does seem like the limitations they put in the car combined with the the style of driving, like the the aero again coming coming from Formula 1 where like the aerodynamics are like a fucking spaceship. I'd imagine most of the aerodynamic advantage is just like on the side, right? Like the, the amount of, I, I was doing a little, uh, I was watching some nerd videos on uh, NASCAR <laughs> aerodynamics and it's all about the, the amount of air ba- pushing like the car outward towards the wall. And so, yeah, I, I would, I, I would imagine like on a track like this, like are, there, there might even be elements of like not wanting to have the slipperiest car uh, for actual race driving. I don't, I don't know. Uh, but yeah, no, I, I, it makes, all I'm hearing is we're betting long shots. I yeah. assume that's the, that's, that's not, for Daytona. Like, that is the key. Like, like the thesis. A ton of long shots out there and, and all you have to do is hit one and you have a good day, but there's a good chance you could hit oh, multiple man. things and have a great day. Now, now Rod, it, it, yeah, obviously we see line movement in college football, NFL, NBA, all that kind of stuff. Is there, is there line movement a lot in NASCAR? You know, Hey, what, what happened at the qualifying all of a sudden odds are shifting or, or maybe the public's all over uh, Jeff Gordon or whoever, and it's creating some discrepancies there. Like what, what kind of odds shifting and, and does it make sense? Like, Hey, play you know, we're, we're going to probably talk some long shots here in a second, but play those early. Cause maybe their odds shrink or is it, or is it vice versa? So a lot of times we can grab value early and, and you're absolutely right before qualifying. And, and even now qualifying is a lot later than it ever was when we were like watching it earlier in, in our lives. But yeah, we, I, we usually identify some good long shot value early on, but a lot of the guys up top, a lot of the favorites, it, it doesn't necessarily change a whole lot for them. So yeah, I mean, when you, when we are grabbing long shots, I mean like Ross Chastain last season, he, he was a long shot earlier in the season, especially in, in quali- before qualifying. And then we started to see his odds start to shrink up once he started qualifying well. And I mean, the lines don't necessarily swing a whole, whole hell of a lot. We don't see him like tip a whole lot, but there is some dip once qualifying happens. And once we start to see, because the practices aren't go- aren't there anymore, like they used to be either. And, and odds used to be able to shift during practice too, when this car came out fast and I was going to, have we seen the car? Has there been like a test or anything where we've seen how they perform like in this I kind mean, of track or no? Well, I mean, last season was, but yeah. So, but, yeah. but not, <laughs> I assume they, there's a substantial amount of upgrades that the teams might make in the off season. So, but like we ha- this would be the first, whatever, is there a practice then before qualifying? Or is it just no. qualifying? So the first time we'll see them is in qualifying. Is in qualifying. Wow. Yeah. Okay. So that I, just one one point I wanted to make too on the the line thing, line movement as far as like we saw this in the clash, the exhibition race a couple of weeks ago. I gave out Justin Haley seventy five to one to win the race beforehand. He qualified fastest and dropped to fifteen to one, twenty to one. Oh, wow. Shit. That's where you're going to see the big like you got to get on the long shots early if that's where you're going. Sometimes the guys at the at the top of the board they're expecting to qualify up there, and so you can maybe wait. And if they qualify bad, maybe they'll drop a little or something. But on the long shot specifically, you got to get in early because somebody comes out like that that's seventy five to one. I mean, he didn't have a shot in their opinion, and then all of a sudden he's the fastest car, and the odds just drastically shifted. And so, as far as like prices correlating, like fastest qualifier to finish type props, like would you be more likely to take a long shot on the fastest qualifying time or for the race generally depends on the track. Okay. Like for for Daytona. Yeah. Yeah. I'd say for Daytona, you take the long shot to win more 
more okay. so than, than for qualifying. Cause qualifying is just, it's raw speed and the better teams have a huge advantage there. It's, it's the car out there by itself. They all have these quote unquote restrictor plates on them. So they can only go so fast. They can only do so much, but once you get into the race, it's, it's all about, like you said, the air, the air is more important here than anywhere else. And it's, it's all about avoiding the chaos, right? Not being one of the 27 cars that gets wiped out <laughs> and then being there at the end and making the moves and stuff. And that's what gives the long shot such a better chance in a place like Daytona. Now let's, let's get to it. Let's, let's start talking a little picks here. Who of these? It's been like two weeks since we've hit a forty to one bet. We need to get <laughs> oh man, hit the octopus. Oh. Would have loved the Kenny Gainwell first touchdown. Rod, I'm looking at at two long shots. Uh, two guys. Uh, I mean, uh, Cody, Before, oh. Cody Ware finished seventeenth uh, <laughs> last year. What's BJ McLeod uh, finished twenty seventh last year. What's wrong with their five hundred? What's wrong I with their car? Out, I gave out Cody Ware last week on the pod. Was it top Ford, Rod? So to be the top finishing Ford car in the race, 150 to one. I actually love that bet. Now don't go put the mortgage on it. But it's 500 he to one. Sixth place the last time they were at Daytona in the fall. And again, he's a guy that's throughout the race. Like if you're watching the race earlier, you're gonna be like, this dude sucks. Like he's just hanging out in the back. Mm-hmm. He's not doing any good. But he's gonna be back there. He's gonna avoid the carnage and chaos. He's gonna put himself in position at the end. And again, like with five laps to go, like the thing at Daytona too is like until it's final, they've crossed the line. You can't count anything between five laps to go in the end of the race. The lead could change hands 25 times. It, drivers could go from first to 30th from 30th to first. Like it is absolute just chaos. And so, yeah, these, these types of long shots have a real chance here. 500 to one. They're both BJ McLeod, 500 to one Cody Ware, 500 to one. They're both four drivers. And um, Cody, you know, nailed the the track history. Uh, what about you, Rob? What do you what do you feel in here early on the uh, NASCAR Daytona 500? Well, I'm not feeling BJ McLeod. I know we talk about long shots all over the place, but if BJ McLeod <laughs> might be the, the one to avoid. Okay, well, look, if, so on those 500 McLeod, to one, go Cody Ware. If, if he wins the 500, I'm retiring from the show. Uh, <laughs> Mine aren't necessarily quite as long. Uh, Look, I love Jimmy Johnson. Much to everybody's Mm. chagrin uh, out there that are leaving, uh, you know, that are listening to the show. They don't like me bringing up Jimmy Johnson. (laughs) Uh, But he's at 50 to 1. He's coming back. And and he's driving. I know he's driving the 84. I know that he's not in uh, Hendrick equipment anymore. But I, I absolutely adore him as a driver. I, I really feel like this is a, a track where he can get his bearing back underneath them. And I mean, a 50 to one is, is not anything to sneeze at anyways, but you know, for Jimmy Johnson to come back out of retirement, win the Daytona 500, that's a Hollywood script. If I've ever heard one. So I and, love and Jimmy Johnson. If you're new to NASCAR too, Jimmy Johnson, that's like uh, Tom Brady or Michael Jordan coming out of retirement to race a few races this season. Jimmy Johnson is arguably, but probably the greatest driver in NASCAR history. So was what him, he accomplished. Yeah. Was him, that? was him doing IndyCar the, the baseball stretch for Jordan didn't yes, go, didn't 100%. go, didn't go so well. So he's, he's coming back to so where he's he coming was back just part time, but he's back. <laughs> I, you know, that's yeah. I mean, his odds are fun. I, I feel like the idea here is just throw some darts. I saw Travis Pastrana 
is on there. He he once jumped a uh, car and the Long Beach Pier onto a raft. Remember that, Sean? Yeah, no, uh, he, I know him more from uh, from dirt bike racing. But Travis he's actually Mich- got a NASCAR history too. He's raced in the Xfinity and Truck Series, the again the lower series in NASCAR. It's been a few years, but I think he's got about fifty or sixty combined starts, so he has some experience. Hundred of now, 100, there 100 are a few Sean. guys that aren't guaranteed to get in the race, and he is one of them. Oh. So. <laughs> no, well, now he's. But, I, I read something that Jimmy Johnson isn't guaranteed because he's again, not. Again, yep, he's not guaranteed as well. So there's basically hmm. this is like if you had a, the NFL, right? There's 32 teams. So in NASCAR, there's 36 chartered teams. They're there every week. They're required to do certain things. They pay for their license, basically. And then there's four open spots. So there's six cars trying to get into the four open spots. So two of them won't make it. But like Ryan was saying last week, check the rules, right? Uh, a lot of times, if they don't make the race, that bet gets refunded. So. Oh, okay. No, free roll. Then. Yeah, all right. <laughs> a free roll on Travis Pastrana. Yeah, let's go. And I want to throw out there because this is my absolute favorite. I almost hit Corey LaJoy 150 to 1 last year. This year, he's only 100 to 1, but I will bet him anytime we go to a super speedway ever. He is. It's going to be the biggest party over on the NASCAR Gaming Podcast. <laughs> he's yeah, like the most likable guy in the garage. He's on kind of a lesser team, doesn't get a great opportunity week to week. But when it comes to these super speedways, he takes full advantage. <laughs> and like I said, two laps to go, he was leading 150 to one. We're so Corey, one Corey LaJoy is, is he, wait, hold, let me ask a question real quick. Cause I'm, I'm looking at pictures of him. He's, he's probably your Chigo Conquo where oh. you're just like, I'm going to keep betting oh, him yeah. he, to get a touchdown. I know it's going to happen. He has a very strong jaw. So very mm. similar to Chig in that way. Is he still rocking this long, beautiful? Oh, he locks? cut his hair. I'm, oh I'm no! Mad. Wow. Like, it was beautiful. He's like, he's like one of the most beautiful men in the world. <laughs> oh. Cut that out, Sean. I was I gonna say we <laughs> we we needed a clip and we got a clip. Uh, Eddie, Eddie, I, I, wait, hold on. I, I have yeah. one other question. I, I I'm sure this is not a a real question. Maybe does not even driving in a in a series that's happening at Daytona. But Malcolm in the middle. Sean, you saw this. He's uh I guess he's been grinding his dick off driving oh, go, yeah. driving cars around in the southern part of this country. And he is he racing in any of the big boy series or is he still like working to get up there? He's in the Arca series right oh, okay. now. So he's he's in that's actually low A ball right there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So that's that's the entry level to get into the big leagues. So uh, even double A. So yeah, he's he's tooling around in the single A right now. But listen. I mean, he's, he's making a name for himself and he may end up in the truck series sooner rather than later. Sounds like this is the XFL of NASCAR. <laughs> yeah, it's, 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 it's just a tier below those, those top three. Unfortunately, we're not able to bet on that series just oh. yet. We're hoping that that comes in the near future. Cause we'd love oh, to, and okay. they race, I think, I think their race is Wednesday at Daytona. So oh. he will be there, but uh one of the fastest growing sport gambling sports yeah is let's go another reason I compared it to golf it's kind of where golf was a couple of years back where it was gaining that popularity I Sean I mean just based on the inventory of what you can bet on for that I know the Daytona 500 is a little bit of the Super Bowl for for NASCAR but the amount of bets you can make on this is is pretty uh it's pretty electric Colby would say it's lit and I and I think uh you know we might have to get it complements the football season well, Sean. We might have to get into this. Wait, yeah. Football season was just like the warm up for the real thing. And now oh wow! Season. See, yeah, see now <laughs> I now, like that. Cutting a promo, nice. Appreciate, uh, appreciate the passion. Now we we're we're nailing all, throwing out these fun long shots. 
Are there anyone, um, you know, any of the chalky stuff that you guys are looking to play? Maybe top ten, head to head. Who are some, who are some favorites that you do like? Um, Rod, you who who do you like? Any any of the chalkier guys you think are pretty safe to play here? I mean, I I'm almost tired of saying Kevin Harvick at this point, but Kevin Harvick is always one of those guys that you have to sort of throw out as a top ten at the very least. Um, I even like him at uh, at top five odds. I mean, it's only plus three thirty, but again, all of these are going to be plus odds. Like the the Daytona five hundred does not give you any sort of uh, you don't have to pay any juice for any of this stuff. You basically can can uh, bet at plus odds on all of it. But I, I do like I do like Tyler Reddick too um, as as a, a maybe even a, a winner at plus two thousand. Uh, but as a top five at the very least, he's plus three hundred. Reddick, we talked about him a lot on the show. Just changed teams now. He's driving that forty-five car, uh, and and you know, in twenty-three eleven, and he's pretty much got a shot at at being a very good contender, even for the championship. So um, Tyler Reddick running a, a Toyota out there for the first time, I think he's going to finish well. So even as a top three at plus three hundred, I like that as well. What about what about you, Cody? Any any of the chalk you like here uh, for Daytona five hundred? Yeah, and that 2311 team too, by the way, co-owned by Michael Jordan. He loves him some NASCAR. Uh, him and him and Pitbull are both owners of, of the NASCAR team. So, little fun fact for you. But my my more chalky towards the top guy that I really like is Kyle Busch. He's 15 to one to win the race. Uh, I love Kyle Busch. He also changed teams this offseason. Had he's he's been a guy that's been around a very long time, um, and has had a couple of rough seasons. Making a big change now. A lot of people kind of poo-pooing him in the off season. Oh, he's not, he's going to a worse ride and whatnot. And uh, I always say on the show, a pissed off Kyle Bush, somebody I want to bet on. And he's very, very fired up. And uh, you, you can play the, the dog sound effect. He's going uh, <laughs> to be uh, going, going for it hardcore this season. So I love him 15 to one. He's, he's my more chalky up towards so the maybe, top. So, driver, but yeah. so he won't have the blue M and M on his, uh, on his advertising. Yeah, no, no more blue M and M. Yeah. Just got a giant photo of Maya Rudolph. Uh, the, the chat, the chat is saying uh, we need, we need cowl induction. Uh, C O W L. I've never heard of this. What is that? What it Rod? <laughs> any idea what cowl induction is? Did I miss something? I feel uh, like we're some, being, I guess no it's idea. some sort of I some feel like sort we're of good. We're being uh, we're probably being, never actually in uh, in NASCAR. See, this is the problem. Oh, I don't like, know NASCAR. No, it's like it's like the front. It's like a, uh, like when the, when you have the scooped, scooped like Camaro or whatever. Oh you, yes, I see. Oh yeah, I, I don't know that much about actual cars. <laughs> I was going to say I'm not a mechanic, man. I just bet on oh. this car. Like what the hell? Sure, cow induction. Digits oh. only. All right, so I, I really thought that was just some like urban dictionary thing. I couldn't <laughs> believe you read that. I was like, right, the, the risk, the risk of me not knowing what this actually is, and and saying something hilarious. So well I know done. I'm going to be getting down on Corey uh, Lejoy, hundred to one, Cody Ware, five hundred to one, oh, wow. and then um, you know be subscribing to the NASCAR Gambling Podcast, get all their truck picks, all the different series, the Xfinity Xfinity series. Um, Rod, anything you want to toss out there before we close things out? What what else you got here for Daytona 500? No, just enjoy. I mean, again, it's a week long celebration of all things racing. It kicks off tomorrow uh, with with the trucks and and Xfinity and even some qualifying happening and and all the stuff that you can enjoy. And then you know, follow it on down until Sunday. It's we don't have any football to watch other than XFL. But uh, you know, this is all Daytona, man. This is the week that we've been preparing for. 
all season long. We've been waiting for it, and uh, and it's here. So, and don't be afraid to go toss out some of these bets that we talked about. I mean, again, it's just, you know Daytona is meant to have fun, not here to bet the mortgage, but at the very least, no, no, sprinkle it no, out. No, Rod, just to be clear, I'm I'm planning on betting the mortgage. Yes, Rod, we'll be betting the mortgage. Yeah, I, I just yeah, I'm 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 fine to be on the side of responsible gambling, but I I don't want to be responsible. I mean, if you right. put your mortgage on Corey LaJoy. No, the football season's over. I need to release. I'll be in Vegas watching youth volleyball. Yes. Yeah. If you want to you put your mortgage on Corey LaJoy and you win, that's a hundred, right? So wouldn't you have a hundred houses then? So well, yeah, uh, let's I see. like it. How many, how many more months? Let's how many months do I owe on the mortgage? That's <laughs> a big bonus for us though. I'll tell you that right now. Oh yeah. <laughs> Hey, if we All hit right. one of these crazy ones, you guys will you guys will get a taste. Sean, I'm going to the safe after this, and I'm going to pull out the mortgage to bring <laughs> out and bet on Corey LaJoy. Corey LaJoy is our guy. Oh, and we can bet at. We'll be at the win. Oh, we'll yes, be, right. Yeah, we'll be yeah, betting in that. person. Um, uh, Cody, any any other picks you want to toss out there? I want to mention one thing. There is a, a Millie maker for this. Oh, oh yeah. DFS yeah. for this is in fucking sane. You don't have to know anything. It literally, <laughs> I, every time we go to a super speedway, I cut up every driver's number, put it in my hat and have my daughter draw a line. <laughs> and I've won so much money doing that. It's not even funny. So if you don't know anything about NASCAR, it's a $25 lottery ticket. Just oh. go throw it in. Usually the winning lineup leaves like eight to $10,000 of salary on the table. So just pick six random drivers (laughs) drivers. and we will, I think Friday, we're going to build some lineups because the lineup will be set on five before Friday. So on the show, we'll build some lineups and and there is some strategy you can put into it, but it's a lot of dumb luck, but a lot of fun. I like to Um, do a a heavy uh, manufacturer correlation, Sean. That's actually the engine's firing for one. It's probably firing for all. I'm a fucking sharp here, guys. All right. And the teams work. The teams organize. The manufacturers organize and work together. So you will see that. I've done that where you make the Ford lineup and all Chevy lineup, Toyota lineup. Good strategy, Ryan. Thank you. All right. Malcolm in the middle in there too. Let's uh, let's end uh, end with a compliment of me. (laughs) And we do have a season long fantasy too. You got to be in the Discord. Get in the NASCAR channel. I'll reshare that link. Two hundred dollar yes, gift card to the merch oh. store. Hell so, yeah! Wait, yeah. Well, how much does that cost to enter? Uh, hold on, let me check. Free. What, what is that? Completely free. Massive overlay. The picks are free. The <laughs> podcast is free. Make sure you subscribe to the NASCAR Gambling Podcast wherever you get your podcasts. Uh, give them a follow on Twitter at NASCAR Gambling. Check them out the entire season. But of course, a perfect way to get started with the day. Tona five hundred. Thank you for participating in the Sports Gambling Podcast. For the Sports Gambling Podcast, I'm Sean Stacking the Money Green, and he is Ryan. Gonna tell the wife we're putting a mortgage on Corey LaJoy. <laughs> Kramer, let it ride.